won this game. Oh my god, dude. Oh, oh my, my fucking god. god, that defense fucking balled out today. Jeez. Oh my god, I gotta fucking. Oh, I wish I had started recording earlier. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, dude, we just fucking won. I went to go check the TV. All this is going into the episode. All right. <laughs> I'll cut okay. it so that it's like good, but. Yeah. Uh, what a way to so, start. Now can we start this episode? <laughs> yeah, let's 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 go ahead and start this. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believe Do You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric, and I'm Michelle, and the Packers just fucking won, so I'm happy. Woo! And uh, my wife just did my nails, so that's awesome as well. Oh yeah, um, what do they look like? Because oh, we had to um, delay this recording because. Okay, got some spooky nails. Oh, spiderweb, spider some black some drips. Blood. Is that a ghost over there? What is that? No, it's a uh, rest in peace. It's a. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay. It's a little and... blurry. What's on your thumb? <gasps> a little Jack Skellington skull yes. guy. Yeah, and it's the same thing on the other hand. Dude, um, I should have had her do my fucking nails. Oh my god! If you follow <laughs> me on my like actual like personal Instagram, with some sad sad nails that i got done not that anybody cares because this is a paranormal podcast but hey we're deep diving the green bay packers and pedicures and manicures yes um just kidding what is a deep dive today no, today's deep dive is about la llorona um i was actually kind of as i was doing the research quote unquote for this um i was actually surprised to find out how far back the stories of La Llorona go. And I was also curious as to whether it was just specifically in the Hispanic culture. And it, while it is predominantly in the Hispanic culture, it is found uh, in other um, parts of the world. Yeah. Um, other cultures, I guess, and other mythologies. So um, mm. it's pretty cool. Uh, I'm excited to share the information that we got here for you guys. Uh, it should be a good episode. It should be somewhat informative. I mean, yeah, going through the the notes, I was like, oh, I didn't know that. So, yeah. yeah. Same, same as these. I was looking yeah. at I was going through the information. I was like, wow, that's uh, – I did not know that. Well, I do want to hit on our, like, personal um, experience. Not experiences. What am I trying to say? Should we get into it? Yeah. Well, okay. So for me, La Llorona was always like, since we live close to the river. Yeah, seriously. I I, I do remember as a kid being told about La Llorona, maybe in school, you know, how kids like to scare each other. And yeah. Stuff. Tell scary stories. Yeah. So I might have heard about her. And then about how she's on the river. So I legit thought that she was like at our river, at the river that's, you know, very close to or at the border crossing. Like she um, died either in Brownsville or Matamoros. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Thing, yeah. yeah. So that that was always my impression. And then obviously, as you grow up, you hear more lore or other things about La Llorona. And um, yeah, it's you realize, okay, no, they don't literally mean this river. They, it could be just any body of water, basically. And it yeah. actually doesn't even have to be a body of water, as you'll find out. But well, um, I don't know what your your experience is as far as like... Yeah, no, and like when we decided, you know, that we were going to do this, this uh, topic for a deep dive, I was trying to think, like, no one ever scared us with it like you know how like sometimes parents will be like if you don't do blah 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 like el cucuy is gonna come get you or like whatever the fuck mm -hmm. i like i don't think our parents or family ever really did that like scared us with no you know mythological creatures kind of myth yeah yeah um so i that's i'm trying to like think of like when i heard of la llorona i feel like i was probably older like maybe middle school ish or something, or I, I mean, mm -hmm. I don't, I really don't even remember, but I don't think I was ever really afraid of her. Yeah, if that makes sense, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> it was never used against us. If that makes yeah. sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I can't say that I wasn't 
but like afraid it's just because you hear and you're like oh that's kind of crazy you know but yeah i don't think i had an inherent fear of like oh my god i better not go next to this river or this and that because i mean we'd literally go camp we would go camping and frio frio we would be or or sometimes our campsite would be maybe 100 yards or 50 yards from the river so yeah you know I was never afraid to go to the campsite and that a lady would be crying. Although. Although. There was this one time that we went camping and it was very unfortunate. It was already kind of late at night. And uh, uh, I don't know. You don't remember this? I don't know. This, this, oh. this couple, like they came up to us and they were like, hey, has anybody like come by here? Uh, and then we were like, no, who? who are you looking at? And they said, Oh, it's cause we're looking for this person because you know, they, they went down the river and you know, it's, we haven't seen them in hours and, Ugh. and usually going down the, the, the river, at least at the times that we've done it from the point that we start to the point where we end, it's about four hours, but it was already dark. So I don't, and, and after a certain, after a certain time, the, the place that you rent the tubes at, they won't let you go down the river anymore. Hmm. So, I don't know if these people like did another thing on their own and they just, they couldn't find the the person. So, uh, I mean, we never heard, I didn't, we didn't hear any wailing or anything, but it was just like kind of a creepy thing that happened by the river. And you were definitely there. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, I'm sure. I have like this vague memory of that, Mm -hmm. but they, we, we got no news whether they died or not. Right. No, we never found out. Okay. All right. Still creepy, but okay. Yeah. I thought that's where you're gonna go with it. I was like, okay, I definitely don't remember that. Yeah, but, I know. Yeah. No, it's just it's just something that happened that uh I mean it was river related and it was it was kinda like it was in the middle of the night and they just come out of the bush area where we would Ooh. go down to Yeah to to go to the river and they came up to our campsite and they were like, Hey, you know, they were they were looking for this person and stuff like that. So Well, I mean <clears throat> Damn. Yeah. It's tragic regardless. Yeah, I mean, especially if they didn't find the person. I know, yeah. Anyway, but, uh, so should we... Yeah, like I said, I mean, I don't really remember too much about La Llorona or, like, it being part of our, like, growing up, you know, to, to scare us. And, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, let's let's teach everybody about La Llorona or if they don't know about, them, about her. So La Llorona is part of Hispanic folklore. Um, she is goes by the name of La Llorona or the Weeping Woman. And she's a ghost that haunts the waterfront areas crying for her children who possibly she killed or somebody else Maybe. killed or hmm, I don't know. We'll find out. Will we? I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, we will. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, well, so, yes, yes and no. Yes and no. Yeah. Um, so she, uh, has very distinct look. She's got long, dark hair. It's beautiful. She's got a white dress on because there always has to be a woman in white, right? We mm-hmm. talked about that last episode. And, uh, sometimes she's wet, like if she drowned her kids or went after her kids. Um, she's always near rivers or waterfronts and she's tall and slender, but more than just slender. Like she looks like a straight up skeleton, um, so she's, she's going through it and, yeah. um, her, her most common names or are other than La Llorona, Xochitl, Maria, which I like that one, Doña Marina and Rosalia. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so th- some of the mythology behind La Llorona is again, like Michelle stated, she's, uh, almost always a beautiful woman. I mean, start before she you know, it becomes La Llorona. Uh, it's almost always typically a beautiful woman. Um, and in most of the stories or the folklore, or like the origin stories of her, she um, is, um, she marries a wealthy man, has his children. And because of some sort of infidelity, uh, she goes into like a blind rage and just drowns the kids in the river. Um in some in some stories, she attempts to drown herself, but isn't always able to cross over into purgatory, or, or isn't always able to cross over and is stuck in purgatory. So that's why she was it, is like seen along the river, or sometimes even 
in the streets. Um, in in some stories, she looks for the children after she's drowning them. Just ro- like I said, roaming the river, um, unable to eat because of because she's like grief grief stricken, and she's just constantly losing weight. So that's why she gets that skeleton look, kind of mm-hmm. thin. Um, there's also evidence. So this is what I was talking about earlier about like I just specifically thought this was um, Hispanic folklore, but apparently this is. Uh, dates back to like pre-Hispanic this can also be dated back to prehistoric uh not prehistoric pre-Hispanic origins and some stories even yeah (laughs) I know uh and then sometimes it even originates into like central highlands so if I'm not mistaken that's like in the like Scottish highland area type you know Mm. uh, it doesn't say specifically it just said central highlands um and she's most so but while that is possibly the origins or there can be some origins of predating um, the Hispanic folklore, uh, she is most commonly associated with the colonial area, uh, specifically like uh, Hispanic conquistadores and uh, Mm. indigenous women. Like when, so when she came over or when the Hispanic, the Spaniards came over, um, Hernan, what was his name? Uh, not Cortez, Cortez. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. Cortez, yeah. When he came over and and with all the the Aztecs yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, I I that's like the one thing that I distinctly remember about her mythology is that about I guess the infidelity, like whether it was she had kids and wanted to be with this man, but he was like, I don't want to be with you if you have kids, so she drowned them, mm-hmm. or yeah, he cheated, so she went into that blind range, like. Bl- blind rage like you said and then drown them and i feel like there was one other version i guess that i heard i mean or just that she was um, depressed and drowned them yeah the the ones that i always heard was that she was depressed or, or she just she drowned her own kids but i never really heard the the whys of you know why her drowning the kids. yeah <laughs> yeah um so in the movie la llorona um I think the story that they go with is the one where she marries a wealthy man. Uh, she has two kids with him and then he continue like he starts to become, uh, you know, he starts sleeping with other women, just being an alcoholic again and just, uh, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. And uh, that sends her like into that blind rage, like I mentioned, mm-hmm. and she ends up drowning both of her kids. She actually drowns one first and the other one kind of, walks in on her or goes like uh she didn't i don't think she in that one she didn't drown him in a river she drowned him in like a a a pond or something okay i think it was like a pond outside um i could be mistaken though and and the little kid kind of walks up on her um drowning her older brother and he starts to freak out it's like mom what are you doing and then she runes at him grabs him and that's like it it jumps to the future type of thing or goes back into you know the the present or whatever don't like that yeah I mean, so you actually watched the movie that, yeah i did watch the movie it, it wasn't i i didn't hate it i it was um i mean it was just interesting to me to see um the spin that they put on the movie you know what i mean mm, yeah. uh, and there were some parts that were pretty creepy uh i'll say that there were parts that were it was probably scarier than the conjuring three well okay I was going to say, whoa, really? But then I was like, well, it's not hard to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you watch it? Because it's back on HBO Max. I have not. But from so, what I remember of it, it wasn't super spooky. Yeah. Well, if you do want to watch it, I mean, there are some parts that are kind of creepy, but that one's on HBO Max. Uh, La Llorona, I think I saw it on with the Spectrum app. So you might be actually be able to watch that if you have Spectrum. Um, okay. So. No. Yes. I don't remember. It's... Um, uh, it's. It, I would just you know I I know it probably got like really bad scores on Rotten Tomatoes, but I'd just watch it just to kind of see what they do with the story. Okay, sounds good to me. I mean, we need scary movies, so it's almost not Halloween anymore, and Carlos will not allow it. He only allows it in the month of October. So the scary movies. To, yeah, I'm trying to get all oh, my okay. scary movies in. <laughs> you got four days. Well, yeah. three. Oh, we still need to watch Hocus Pocus. But I usually like to save that for like 
closer to Halloween. So oh, okay. that's why. We watched Nightmare Before Christmas last night. Mm. We're going to watch that it again at Christmas. Like a Chris- I was going to say, that's also like a Christmas movie. <laughs> you know, so I told him, he's like, do you want to watch it? I was like, yes, but we're also going to watch it in Christmas. He's like, no, one or the other. And I gave him the death stare. And he's like, okay. <laughs> October, <laughs> December. I'm like, yeah. it's it's." But He's like, but is it a Halloween or is it a Christmas? And I was like, it's both. Both. It really is. It starts I mean, off as a Halloween and then ends as a Christmas story. It goes back to Halloween. Okay, so the origin stories of La Llorona uh, are usually, like we said before, in the Hispanic culture. So Mexico, Central America, South America. Um, she is often combined with the story of La Malinche, which I had never heard of. But yeah, um, she, neither had I. Right? Yeah. I don't know if that's like Central South, kind of like. No, that's this is this. So this is. Um... The Spaniards coming. Oh, well, you're gonna say it right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, I I had never heard of it until researching. Um, so she's often combined with the story of La Malinche, Malinche, um, who was a Nawa woman, right? Yeah, Nawa. Nawa yeah. Nawa woman who served as Hernan Cortez's uh, interpreter, and she ended up being the mother of his sons. So um, she's also, quote unquote, considered mother of the modern Mexican and also a symbol of the national treachery for her role in aiding the Spaniards. And the whole mother, mother of the modern Mexican, I'm assuming this wasn't stated specifically in, in, in where I, you know, where I got this from. But I'm assuming it's it's mother of the modern Mexican because the modern Mexican is supposed is considered to be, um, you know, Spanish and Spanish and indigenous, indigenous. Uh, Aztec, you know, and that's where you get the modern Mexican from. Obviously, there are still, you know, people who are full-blooded indigenous people, um, but a vast majority of the people do have some mixture of Spaniard blood. So that's why the modern Mexican. Are we modern Mexicans? Definitely, yes. <laughs> okay. From, I mean, from what? Well, I mean, I guess we would have to do a 23 like a year like a yeah. dna test but from what i've been told or what mom is i think this came from mom like from grandpa's side of the family the blanco side i i'm if i'm not mistaken it's like there's some spanish descent there so i would assume so but we definitely do have a lot of indigenous in us because mamita was definitely on the shorter side and did have some of those more um i guess indigenous type features i would i feel like just from seeing yeah you know but again unless we do a dna test there's no real way to know i think i'm gonna do one for all of us i'll sell my (laughs) my dna to company whatever to the the government (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so all right now that we have gotten past that um the weeping woman stories are, are very common in both Berean, Spanish, yeah. and Amerindian cultures. American Indian? I had never heard that. Well, that's, before. that's yeah, I hadn't either, but that's how it was. That's how they it's fine. Put, put it in there. So um, scholars had, have actually pointed out some similarities similarities between La Llorona and Kiwakwatl and Aztec mythology, as well as Eve and Lilith of Hebrew mythology. Shout out, Lilith. Yeah. So author Ben Radford has found elements of La Llorona in German folklore from 1486, which I didn't know this, but it's like what Eric yeah. was saying is that it's um, it's not just in the Hispanic culture. It definitely kind of shoots out a little further than that. But he also bears she also bears resemblance to a story in Greek mythology where Lamia's children with Zeus are killed by Hera when she finds out like about them having an affair and the kids. Um, Lamia then kills the children of other women because her children are killed. So it's like revenge, but you're taking it on somebody that didn't deserve it. So this is another thing that kind of like tripped me out because I was like, holy shit, I didn't even know this. Like I knew Zeus was a super horn dog and just, yeah, mm-hmm. slept. I think he slept with his own daughter, you know, uh, and yeah. I, I don't remember which one, 
but I know matter. Well, (laughs) well, Hera's his sister, so that there's that. You know what I mean? Is it really his sister? Yeah, because all the all the all those like first gods like Zeus, Poseidon, Hades, Hera, and I'm not sure which other ones. They're all um, uh, sons and daughters of Cronus. Um. I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm I could be mistaken, Olympians but I'm like and the sister and wife of Zeus. Yeah, so <laughs> That's she's up. definitely his sister. Um, so okay. there was a lot of incest in, among the gods. Um, mm. and like I said, Zeus was a horn dog. He would sometimes present himself as a swan to a woman and, you know, then make love to her. And, and the, um, clash of the Titans, the Perseus, uh, was also a son, and I believe he presented himself as an eagle to to Perseus's mother, and then he ended up sleeping with her. Um, so he definitely had a lot of children. So when Hera found out about, you know, this, so I, I just thought it was crazy how far back this. I mean, yeah. it's not specifically La Llorona, but um, you Similar. can see where they, yeah, where the, where they can where they probably took from, you know, other cultures or other folklore, you know, other mythologies and and you know made yeah. this legend Ugh, yeah that makes sense um the florentine codex from 1519 mexico is quoted the sixth omen was that many times a woman would be heard going along weeping and shouting um she cried out loudly at night saying oh my children we are about to go forever which could be as fuck sometimes she said oh my children where am i to take you um, and the earliest references to the legend is made by Mexican poet Manuel uh, Garpio is a 19th century sonnet, but no reference was made about infanticide. Only about a ghost woman named Rosalia who was murdered by her husband. As we mentioned, La Llorona is found throughout different regions in the mostly like in the United States, it's mostly like the Southwest portions. But there's also there's she can be you can hear stories about her in the United States, Mexico, um, Venezuela, uh, like she, like we mentioned earlier, South America, Central America, Mexico. And and but even though even in the United States, there are but specifically in the southwest region, which would be Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, um, I guess, California, maybe Arizona would be all, almost considered the West already. But, you know, in those southwestern states actually as Mm. high as um i I was even reading i don't know if i put this in here but um that as high as montana like there's been stories told (laughs) yeah that's like way north it's like but um as far as as far up north is as montana so that's pretty crazy yeah that's literally a whole almost a whole other border essentially yeah are there rivers Um, up there I'm sure, because I'm sure there's I mean, mountains that come down, but not like the Rio Grande, where it essentially traces what what the border is. No, I don't yeah. think so. Well, but I'm I'm not good at geography, Canadian. so oh okay, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I that too. Um. Sorry. So yeah, the Llorona, the La Llorona by uh, La Llorona by region. So Mexico is again. Um. Well, so we're we're hispanic we're of mexican descent so this is a lot of what we've heard or not really like, i learned yeah. some of this you know as we were researching researching yeah but um so it's deeply rooted in pop culture and it's used to encourage children not to wander around it after dark so yeah. again this was is this is used a lot to scare children and if you go to our facebook page uh i shared it's, you probably have to look for it, but I shared a video of um, some some kids. I believe it was in Mexico. They were on a trampoline and they were talking about La Llorona and they were um, mimicking, I guess, the way she calls out and cries for her children and stuff. And this guy is kind of watching the kids mm-hmm. from his window. And so he sets up a speaker and <laughs> he starts playing uh, like La Llorona's calls, like wailing. She's wailing for her children and these kids freak the fuck out it is hilarious if you Uh, guys want to laugh definitely go back and uh look for that on our facebook page (laughs) 
uh, yeah. I forgot about that. That was hilarious. Mm-hmm. So one of the stories uh, that's most often heard in um, the Mexican lore is of a peasant woman who is gorgeous and uh, she caught the attention of a, uh, of both rich and poor men. So she was so beautiful that both rich and poor men, uh, I guess you could say lusted after her, like wanted to be with her, just thought she was um, just beautiful. And, uh, so she spent most of her days in her humble surroundings because, again, she was a peasant. But at night, she liked to dress up in her best white gown and um, thrill all the men who admired her in the Fandango. So like the dances and stuff like that. Um, she had two sons, I guess from a, well, either a previous marriage or out of, you know, wedlock, but the point is she had two sons that made it difficult for her to go out. And she often, often left them by themselves to go dance or go to these dances with, with these men. And, uh, one day the boys were found drowned. Uh, some say that it was due to her neglect that these boys maybe got, got out and, you know, went to the river or something and drowned on their own. And some say that uh, she drowned them, I guess, kind of mm-hmm. to get rid of them so she could herself. go do, yeah, and go do what she wanted with these other men. Uh, another um, story that's often used, and I believe this is along the vein of, of what was used in the movie La Llorona, the, the one that's oh, yeah. um, from the same director as The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a lovely woman who marries a, like, lovely, caring woman who marries a rich man who gives her lots of gifts and attention. Uh, She has two sons with him. And after she has the two sons, uh, everything starts to change. The man began to go back to his womanizing ways and indulging in alcohol and leaving her for months at a time. Uh, He would often, uh, sorry, he would often talk about leaving her for wealthy women or like women of his status. And when he did come back around, it was often to see the boys and Maria began to resent uh, resent them because of it. So she was mm. getting – the boys were getting all the attention and he just he just didn't even in, – in Spanish, she would say no la pelo. Like she, he didn't pay attention <laughs> to her. Mm-hmm. Um, so one evening, one evening, she's walking near the river with the two boys. And this is cool because they do actually show you this in the movie. She's walking near the river with the two boys. Um. And the father pulls up to the carriage. Uh, and in the carriage, there's another woman. So he has another woman uh. with her. Yeah. And he, he pulls up to the boys and Maria. And he's talking to the boys. and uh, he But he completely ignored Maria. And then... Mm. So he takes off. Doesn't speak to her. That's it. You know, the interaction's over. So she just gets so furious. Like she just is... Just, like I said, a blind rage. And she uh, she throws the boys into the river. And as they begin to disappear down the river, she like she snaps out of it and she realizes what she's done and she starts to chase after them. But um, to try and save them. But at that point, it's just too late. Yeah, um, she bre- she breaks down and starts crying uh, and she starts going down the street and screaming, wailing, you know, be- mm-hmm. that's why she's called La Llorana, the wailing woman. Um, and. Yeah, so that that's so that's another thing is that people have seen her in the like by the rivers and stuff like that, but I've seen like videos. I don't know if they're real or not, but um, where they claim it's La Llorona and they're in the the city streets, um, yeah. and well, like even even in the movie, it's she's not always by the water. Well, even in the story that I read, um, yeah, last week it was like. He just heard her and then oh, right. when he tried to go he... wake up his mom. Yeah. Huh? I thought there was like a canal close by in that story. He said he was from El Paso. I don't know. Oh. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, so she, yeah, she's not always by the river. Sometimes she can be found like in actual the actual streets. In the streets. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so she began to break down, uh, crying down the street, you know, screaming for her kids. Uh, she mourned day and night, walking up and down the riverbanks in a white gown. She's still alive at this point. Um, she didn't eat and she began to look like a skeleton and her gown started to be, started to become kind of worn and tattered and 
just not the same beautiful white gown that she had before. Uh, and she eventually died on the riverbanks. So just from mm. not eating and looking for the kids constantly. Starving yourself. Yeah, yeah, starving herself. She ended up dying on the riverbanks. And then not long after she died, uh, people began to see her ghost haunting the riverbanks and uh, her cries. Um, her cries became like a curse to the people of the mm. town, meaning like if you heard those cries, you knew something bad was going to happen. Yeah. Um, where people legitimately would not go out at night because they would hear this. Um, she could also be seen. Uh, OK, so they didn't always just see her on the riverbanks but but you could kind of see her through the trees um so you wouldn't maybe like see her whole body there in the river you would kind of just see her through the trees like Uh wisping by type of thing you know what i mean or also moving like along the current so i guess moving as fast as the current of the river was moving Mm -hmm. so maybe even down in the middle of the river Mm. Uh, and was obviously the, this entire time she's um, crying for her children. Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> um, some of the ancient Mexican origins of La Llorona is um, in 1550 in Mexico City. Like That's some of the earliest documentation of it. Um, there's theories and origins of stuff that can be traced all the way back to the Aztecs and um, the creation myth of quote unquote, the hungry woman, which has a woman wailing in the streets, crying for food. And I believe that's might be an Aztec um, myth. If I'm not mistaken, the motherly nature of her tragedy has been compared to Chihuahuatl. I tried. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I tried That's like ten enough. times. Oh, anyway, um, and an Aztec goddess who was considered a deity of motherhood. Um, she's also been compared to fuck. Guatlique. 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 Que. Guatlique. Also go. Guatlique. Guatlique. Yeah. Guatlique. Is that yeah. it? Yeah. Gua- our lady mother for her seeking of children to keep for herself. So she's actually also been compared to Tonansi, who is a monster who devours filth and sin. I had oh, yeah. never heard of Guat oh, fuck what? Guatli. Guatlique? Or Chihuahuatl. Chihuahuatl. Yeah, uh, really, you know, fuck me up with these names here. I try. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to edit this so it looks, it sounds all pretty, but you're not going to hear the 10 times that I fucked up the name before I kind of got it right and still sounded white, like a white girl. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I to be fair, those names are uh, even like, well, I, I have a hard time with them too, but um, I kind I like names like that because. It's just that's where kind of the origin, original um, Mexican language, yeah, you know, comes from. Is from yeah, yeah. Um, right. but and, and it amazes me sometimes uh, some of the names of these cities or places that um, obviously Mexican people grow up hearing and learning about and stuff. So they just, it just rolls off their tongue and I look at it and I'm like, yeah, I got to say this a few times before this is even, I'm going to make an attempt at it because it's not going to come out easy. Again, I'm going to edit it. So you only hear me saying it right. And not the 10 times that I fucked it up before I got it right. (laughs) Kind of right. So then in the United States, like I mentioned before, it's usually in the Southwestern part of the country where, um, her stories are used to scare children as well uh down here in brownsville and this is part of the you know of the united states considered the southwest so this was in fact used to scare children um <laughs> not again not us but you know it is was used uh usually to keep them uh from usually to keep them from playing near dangerous bodies of water or being out in the streets late at night uh Resembling stories of El Cucuy. So El Cucuy is like the, boog- the boogeyman. Um, 
I don't, again, I don't ever remember being told about La Llorona to keep us inside. I just remembered that once the streetlights came on, it was time to come home. So. I mean, I, I guess it was just like different, like uh, cautionary tales. But yeah, I think you can tell that like cautionary tales like that are like different centuries. Like we didn't have to, we don't have to worry about drowning because we don't, we live in like cities or like there's no river or creek or like whatever nearby that we're just gonna randomly walk to and drown in I guess kind of thing so we didn't need that cautionary tale per se but things like El Cucuy where it's like he's just kind of universal you can use him for anything if you go out and do this El Cucuy cucuy. if you don't go to sleep El Cucuy if you don't whatever El Cucuy is gonna come get you so she wasn't as uh, versatile (laughs) I guess as El Cucuy was um so we didn't really have to hear about her. If that makes sense. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yes, and 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 it, I mean, it does make sense. But at the same time, it doesn't. I guess it's just because we didn't grow up in like that super Hispanic, like Mexican household. Yeah. Um, because in Brownsville, where we're from, like I said, we have the river, you know, right there, um, and then our city has a bunch of rosacas um i tried to describe a rosaca to somebody from another part of the valley and they, <laughs> they were like what, what's a rosaca i was like you don't know what a rosaca is right i'm surprised but it's just like brownsville is full of them which it's basically i i, I guess a man-made mm-hmm. kind of like lake or pond because they're not isn't they're it like a canal huge. though hold on i'm gonna look up the definition because <laughs> i don't want to sound like an idiot uh, like we've lived there for over 30 years and we still don't know. Well, but I mean, it's because like if you say to us, Rasaka, you know, we know what that is. Yeah. You know, uh, you, you, you tell somebody from here, hey, yeah, like the it's over by the Rasaka. You know what they're talking about. Um, I was kind of trying to look for a definition. What is considered a Rasaka? Are you not finding it? Noun, Resaca, a dry riverbed or former channel of the Rio Grande uh, found in the southern half of Cameron County, Texas, and deep into the northeastern portion of the state of Tamaulipas, Mexico. But, okay, so I guess what it's supposed to be is like the river that used to be the river, but then parts of it dried up, so it formed, because they're not dry. Yeah, no, I mean... This, they're literally like all the water, of water runs into there no i don't even know if they're all connected mm, yeah i don't know okay okay so here it is arisaka <laughs> is is the name given to a type of oxbow lake in the southern half of cameron county i don't know what the fucking oxbow lake is but it's a Rosaka. <laughs> an oxbow lake is a u-shaped lake that forms when a wide me meander of a river is cut off so yeah i guess that's what it was it's like oh, when the rivers were f- like <laughs> so i guess they were all connected at some point and then parts of it dried up and it made a rosaka or like mm-hmm. the rosacas so they're u-shaped most of them i guess yeah um so yeah okay. so that's what a rosaka is guys it's a man-made lake the more you know. Did you know you were going to get a geography lesson while you're... No, not geography. Yeah. Isn't geography, right? Technically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A geography lesson while you're listening to a deep dive about La Llorona? Yeah. Well, Didn't. and again, because since it's in our city, I would assume we would have heard more about La Llorona because there's a shit there's ton of bodies water everywhere. Water. There's <laughs> yeah, literally water true. throughout the entire city. There's that's these true. Osakas in just everywhere. And then, like I said, the river's there too. So, and then we got the beach. Because, I mean, technically, she could be by the beach, too, right? It's a body of water. Yeah, that's true. So, um, in the Chumash mythology, uh, it's from the Southern California. La Llorona is linked to the Nunasis, I think is how you say it. I'm not entirely sure. Because there were some symbols over certain letters that I've never seen. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah. So, I'm just going to say Nunasis. If I butcher that, I am sorry. I'm sure it's Don't better than anything me. I've said. <laughs> don't come after me, but please correct me uh, in the comments if you do know how that's supposed to be said, uh, which is a, a, a mythological creature which has a very similar cry to that of a newborn baby. So this to me reminds Ooh. me of La Lechuza. 
Yeah. How she well, but but there she is imitating a newborn baby, a newborn yeah. baby. But this is a mythological creature that sound that has a cry similar to that. So that's kind of the relation to the La Llorona. Yeah. Um, and then in Venezuela, La Llorona is is the spirit of a woman who died of grief after her children were either murdered by her or in some instances murdered by family. Hmm. So yeah, that was a thing. Eh, and it's a little fucked up. So a lot of the things too. Um, there was a there was I don't remember where I, I in one of these pages that I read. Um, they talk about how she doesn't just come after children. That in in some cases. She also, or I guess in some legends, she also goes after, she'll, she'll go after anybody, woman, like women, men, children, whatever. She'll, she doesn't discriminate. I, I feel like I had heard, <laughs> discriminate. I feel like I had heard that where she tries to lure like wealthy, handsome, like men or bachelors or like men who have cheated or whatever as revenge to. Because sorry, of her husband. Because of her because husband. Because of her husband. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I've heard that, but I mean, from what I was reading, that. That tracks. <laughs> yeah. That, that makes sense. I feel like, yeah. If I didn't read it, I heard it somewhere or something. But I mean, yeah. Like like we've said, guys, there's so, so much, so many stories of like how this all started or how she became a ghost, essentially. All right. So, so. I got most of the where we got most of the information from obviously Wikipedia, um, but also this other website that I think I used before for the Duendes, which was Legends of America dot com. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what I used for the Duendes one. And it just came out. It just so happened. But the page looks really familiar. So I think it's the same thing, the same page. I didn't specifically look for this this website, but it came up. So this story comes from there. It's uh, one of their readers. Uh, he shared his story. His name is Brian. He's from Colorado, and this happened in October of 2008. So La Llorona woke me up once when I was camping at Indian Falls Rapids in the Yampa River in Colorado, or Yampa, Yampa, um, yeah. when I was 15. I walked with her. T- Holy shit, dude. I what? walked with her to a cabin. And there was a man in the bed. All I saw was his foot, but when she yelled at me to run, I did. If I didn't smash my toe on a rock, I would have run off the cliff into the Indian Falls Rapids. I saw an article this month in this month's Mountain Gazette about her and looked her up on the internet. My experience was 21 years ago. So this guy was taken to a cabin by La Llorona. That's like some epic ghost skills there <laughs> and, like. and so so this kind of but this kind of like this kind of makes sense as far as what you were just saying oh and yeah mm-hmm. what we were so she had a man in a bed yeah presumably to kill him right oh would, would and then she so, yeah. brought a kid to the cabin for what reason i don't know because she told him to run but then well, I guess when she told him to run, was it to make him run into the river? Because he Probably. did say that when he well, did, yeah. like he smashed his toe and so that prevented him from falling off this cliff. Basically, she was trying to kill two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. Literally. Kind That's of. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was literally the shortest story ever. I didn't realize it was that short, but... <laughs> And I didn't read it previously, so I didn't know what was in it. So, so it's kind of So crazy. we all had the experience together. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. kind of going to do um, something similar. So my story starts. All right. So this story has been told to be has been told to me by my mom a few times. And every single time I still get the creepy, eerie feeling that someone is watching me. Oh, I'm not excited about this. Okay. <laughs> my mom is from a small town in Mexico called Zacatecas. When she was around 14, she had... Is Zacatecas small? Like, I feel like... Isn't that not one more of the... Like a more... Mm, I'm not sure. I, I know mean, I guess one I've of the songs been, we used but... to play in high school was called Zacatecas. Oh, maybe that's why I have that in my head. <laughs> I forgot about that. 
anyway, uh, she had a habit of waking her mom up to go to the restroom since it was an older home and the restroom was located outside. My mom tells me that it was around 3 a.m. when she woke up and felt the need to use the bathroom urgently. So she began calling out to her mom. After a while, her mom not responding, she began getting agitated and started screaming. At this point, my mom turns around and at the foot of her bed, she sees her mom standing there. What? Mm. <laughs> she was wearing a white robe. That's not your mom. She was wearing a white robe, but had a very bleak expression on her face, and both of her arms were extended. No. My mom said that she suddenly felt extremely cold and a huge sense of dread. She had never seen her mom wear a white robe. That's when she looked down and she saw her mom's, or her quote-unquote mom's, feet weren't touching the floor. This bitch mm. possessed. All right. <laughs> At the moment, she screamed and quickly threw the covers over her head. Her mom, wearing something completely different, runs in to find my mom, the, the reader's mom, um, shaking in her bed. Nobody believed my mom. Everyone told her it was a dream. And so a few days later, there was a power outage. During this, my mom and a few of her siblings were in the and with were and a few of her siblings with her parents all decided to sleep in the living room. At around the same time, 3 a.m., they heard some undeniable wails of La Llorona down their street. None of them slept that night. Mm. I don't blame them. Yeah, it's That's pretty creepy. creepy. Yeah. Also, Zacatecas, as far as 2011, the population is over 300,000 people. So it's not small. Yeah. I mean, Brownsville's, I guess, technically considered small, and we have a hundred and some thousand people, I believe. Oh, maybe okay, more. so, yeah. Yeah, so compared to like, yeah. All right. It's okay, Do you have another one? Wrong. <laughs> Do you have another story? Yeah, I was just looking at Brownsville's population. Yeah, we're, we're oh. close to 200,000, but definitely <laughs> not there. We're bigger than McAllen, though. It's just surprising. Really? Yeah, I thought McAllen would be bigger. Yeah, but we're bigger than them population-wise by like forty thousand people. Hmm. Interesting. Um, where is this? So this is this one's funny. It's from the same same website. Um, it's called titled "A Kansas Tale," and then at the very bottom it says "submitted by name and city withheld," but it says city names. So I'm oh, assuming this is they either changed it, oh. you know, but but I don't yeah. know. But they definitely mentioned city names in a university. So, all right. So a Kansas tale. While working as a copy edit editor for a newspaper recently, I came across a wire story about La Llorona. Uh, that brought back memories of what happened to me while I was a student at Kansas State University in the early 1980s in Manhattan, Kansas, and led me to your website where I read about the legend. Oh, I guess they didn't give their city a, a name now, but when it happened. Uh, anyway, oh. one evening I went to a mobile home that I seem to remember being near a creek or river to visit a couple of my friends who also were attending K-State. As I walked into the door, I found them sitting on the sofa, looking somewhat freaked out. They explained that just moments earlier, one of their bar stools was spinning and hopping around. As they were Mexican-Americans, they wondered whether La Llorona had anything to do with that incident. They explained the legend to me as I had never heard of it before, heard about it before. They would invite me to stay the night in a spare bedroom, which I did. Later in that night, a woman appeared to me, laying next to me in bed, and asked if I would know where her children were. It seemed that while I may have been dreaming, I was half awake. Then I fully awoke and looked up toward the doorway just in time to see a dark figure seemingly looking at me and then quickly ducking back out of the doorway. Right then, that left me too scared to go check and see if that was one of my friends checking in on me, perhaps to see why I was talking in my sleep or something. I went back to sleep and waited until the morning to ask them if either one of them looked into my room during the night. Neither one did. So to this day, I... Do not know whether I really did experience a supernatural visit or if my dream and mind played tricks on me. Okay, so if my friends just told me that a barstool was spinning and hopping around 
and then they said hey do you want to stay in a spare bedroom i'd be like fuck no, no thank you <laughs> i'm yeah. leaving you know yeah. like it, it's just people i don't know dude i mean if you i guess if you want to have an experience cool like stay there you're a ghost hunter and that's your thing you like that it doesn't scare you fine but me personally if someone's like yeah this shit was spinning and like hopping around unless i had nowhere else to go or for whatever reason couldn't go back home why are you staying there yeah no no it's like you you asked for that yeah <laughs> yeah no yeah because it, it just says that she went to go visit a mobile home that was near a river that belonged to some friends but it it's, it doesn't say like oh I I didn't have anywhere else to go or anything like that so maybe that is the case so I guess if you guys want to read more stories you can go to legendsofamerica.com slash gh dash llorona backslash so it's legendsofamerica.com backslash gh dash llorona backslash i think something like that anyway you'll you'll find it just legends of america and i'm sure you can do a search there for la llorona and yeah. um read some of these stories uh again we personally don't i don't have any so same z's if you guys do have some though you can go to our website at we believe you.com and click on the contact us section and share your stories with us uh if you want to Look at all our social medias. There's a link there where you can click and all our social medias come out. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we do have a giveaway going on, right? Oh, no. Never mind. The I was going to say, by the time we hear yeah. this, yeah. By the time you hear this, the winner of our giveaway will already be chosen, but announced. you probably won't. Yeah. We'll announce it on one of our social medias. And I guess on the episode after this one, you'll yeah. hear their name. <laughs> And we'll ask them to take a picture with their shirt on. Yes, that'd and, be great. Uh, send it to us. But yeah, so uh, you can find all our social so, social medias on there. Uh, you can also click on a little link there to listen to the podcast on whatever platform you prefer. If you could go to Apple Podcasts and give us a five star and a review, that would be amazing because that helps us get out there, helps people find us. And on social media, if you could share the podcast, maybe one of your friends is into the paranormal and they want to hear some crazy stories, uh, that'd be amazing. And again, share your stories of La Llorona with us. Share your other paranormal stories, aliens, Bigfoot, whatever it is. We want to hear your story, guys, because we believe. Do you 